All right, Darren. You told you texted me a couple days ago that you had a really good opener for this episode. So I I'd just been waiting. Yeah. I, I thought of some really good stuff, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to think about it too hard because I knew that you had us. You had us covered. You told me that you, it was going to be the best opening of the of the year. Uh, so what what did you have? Okay, let me just let's let's just get let right into it. Just get my it. notes out really quick. Okay. Darren's unfolding a Frito wrapper. <clears throat> How about that drive-in? Boy, are my arms tired. Um. <laughs> see, I'm crushing already. Uh, welcome to um. <laughs> welcome to Boopcast, oh where we. Oh my god! Your arms? Your arms? <laughs> Welcome to Boopcast, where we decide if we Say, can... Do it again. Do it again. Say it again. <laughs> yeah, let me just get back find my place again. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a sec. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. How about that drive-in? Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> Welcome to Boopcast, where we decide if we gotta boop it or boop it. Oh. Boopy, the boopy booper. That's all I was gonna say. That's all I was paid to say. Oh my god, Derek! <laughs> you should you should be saving that for a bigger show than this one, cause that is. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I've been working on my type five. That's how I'm gonna open with my uh my new Amazon <laughs> special that's coming out. That is that is comedy gold, Darren. I'm really I'm really proud I'm really proud of you for bringing that to the table. <laughs> I appreciate it. Arms. I've been kind of oh been, you know, this whole for how oh long, whatever, God. two years, this two years we've done doing this podcast. Uh, I've been just kind of uh, feigning for your uh, your approval, and I'm glad I finally have it. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can stay at that level, I I very much approve of you. I very much, very much am happy with the choices we've made to create this show. It takes years to get to this comedic level. It takes lots of practice, lots of years to get to this comedic level. Uh, Jake, you never uh, introduced I yourself, just, though. I know. I'm, I just want to say that I'm Jake Smith, the proud snickle. Uh, Darren, you really did something great today. Uh, I don't want to say that you've peaked in life, but... No, that was in eighth grade. Everybody knows that. Uh, speaking of eighth grade, I have a friend from eighth grade on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we have a and guest. That's when we we've been trying friends. We, we've been trying to <laughs> expand our audience, so we've got an eighth grader in. We uh, we brought uh, an eighth grader in. He took hormone pills, so his voice is a lot deeper than most. We've got special. We've got some special events coming up: a flossing competition, uh, Fortnite uh, review of the new season that's coming out. Uh, um, we're gonna buy a bunch of expensive sneakers with our parents' credit cards. 
Um, we're gonna do some Clash of Clans. Oh, wait, shit. Sorry, boys. No free plugs. No free plugs. <laughs> My bad. My bad. We lost, we unfortunately lost that sponsor. Uh, they didn't like the, the semen joke I made, uh, earlier. They are... Well, look, that's, uh... It's part of life. That's the show. Yeah, that's the show. That's the show of life. Uh... Darren, why don't you, why don't you introduce some. our guest? Uh, this is... Yeah, he's the deepest-voiced eighth-grader you've ever heard. This is, uh, Fletcher Bears on the show. He's joining us to talk about this new bracket. Howdy. I don't Fletcher know why the I leaned stretcher. into my computer Given that nickname I'm recording because he's... on my phone. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, why why was Fletcher I given that nickname? I can't I can't remember. I think well, that might have it had to do with between, the stretcher. Head injury or something. It happened I between, cannot recall. Between the fourth and fifth times that he broke his neck, uh people oh, started, yeah. started calling him the stretcher. Yeah. It, yeah not not only because he's one. been strapped to a stretcher so many times, but because his neck throughout the years has just stretched. He has a his his neck is about six inches longer than you would expect it to be. Yeah, and no muscles, zero <laughs> muscles. So my head just leans to one side or the other constantly, and I essentially have to just tip it whichever way I want to look. He's like but, that. Yeah, I mean the stretcher. The stretcher's here, baby. I'm ready to talk about the best directors. He's talking now. He sounds like he is just like a smooth, a smooth, the smoothest eighth grader you've ever met. But he really looks like that guy in the wheelchair in the Hills Have Eyes remake. <laughs> Uh, when they come in and he's like telling the, the, the regular person that they, uh, outcast their kind, that's flat. That was based on, on Fletcher, the stretcher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, that's, that's my likeness in that movie. That's not me. I didn't get paid enough to be in that movie. So they just had to use prosthetics but yeah that's what i look like in real they had life to buy i thought they bought your life rights they didn't buy your life rights for that you don't have life rights when you look like i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean they they could just say it was based on a giraffe and it would be the exact same yeah experience. i don't think you can copyright a blob <laughs> a f- basically a featureless disgusting blob it's hard to really put any traits that you could say are copyrightable so, yeah. But anyway, I mean, why do we have to dredge up this old stuff? I mean, I didn't know that this was the podcast to make me sad. Yeah, Fletcher has c- plenty more recent flaws that we could... We that could we could really on. get in on. <laughs> yeah. We could... Um... <laughs> That's kind of a... I need to know, that. I need to know, I don't want to rush to things, but I'd love to know the format. Because talking to Darren earlier... He was kind of vague about exactly how we're going to go about judging this bracket. Oh, well, here's the thing about these brackets. I don't know. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I this is what I, my initial thought was looking at the list. Who would win in a physical fight? And I was like, now I know that that's <laughs> not what they want this to devolve into. You know, We're not going to let it become that. Jake but, did, you know, be, and there's certainly some people there. Yeah, that's that's a good way to judge the tiebreaker. Physical Jake did claim prowess. that it, it it's not. It, he did send me the bracket before the, we recorded, and he said that it is not necessarily about who is the best. Uh, he has a different, he has a different 
determine different way of determining who's going to win this criteria Yes, yeah, different, criteria. different criteria. That's what I meant to say, uh, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Let's edit that out. Uh, we we can get into that. We can get into that in a little bit. Uh, Certainly, we got to find out what's going unless, on with you two. Yes, exactly. Uh, Darren, what? Anything? Any, what is any big news? What is going on with you two lately? Have we heard anything since that album that they? Yeah, I wasn't talking about you. Wow, a little. <laughs> A little presumptuous to think I'm talking about the two of you. Yeah, I'm talking Jake. about you two. Yeah. The yeah, Darren, Irish mega sensation. Year. Is Bono doing okay? Does he need anything? Uh, Bono, I think, has moved to Africa and is just... He's personally shielding people from coronavirus in Africa. <laughs> so he's just getting in front of the coronavirus and saying, No! Turn back. Yeah. yeah, he's sucking in people's sneezes and coughs like a human vacuum and just bringing them into his perfect body. And then he's converting all the corona into Febreze that he sprays out of his butt. Someone write this down as a uh, South Park episode. Because okay. this is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, heard that they've never is... really riffed on YouTube before or Bono. Who's right down That's my quick. memory. I can't think of anything. I heard that he has—he's converting all of his old, oversized sunglasses into masks for the less fortunate who can't afford uh, masks. Those people with the tiny faces in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, which people are those, Darren? The people in Africa the with the tiny faces. People. Yeah. Which ones are those? I don't know. What are they, Jake? What are you trying to get out of me? I'm not I sure. I'm very I, confused I have, about are those. Are you trying to right trap? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really heard of them before. I'm not the tiny face people. Which people have the? You Jake... really got to travel more. It sounds like Jake is drinking one of his famous Arby's shakes, where he blends up. He orders uh, a beef and cheddar classic from Arby's with some fries, blends it together with a chocolate shake, and he is slurping that bad boy up. I get some horsey sauce in there too. Jake. I know. I, I wish you would stop forgetting the horsey sauce. I okay. I was the first to mention the horsey sauce the first time we mentioned the only way you can eat, and now I forgot. And now, now you're acting like I forget every time. You what always forget the horsey sauce, or or horse paste, as we like to call it in my family. After it's blended, certainly, yeah, you could hold together. You could you could bondo a car door with that with that horse paste. Well, that's how we keep. Uh, that's how we how we would keep horseshoes on around here if we believed in technology. If my parents did. Oh, that's true. You don't. Yeah. So, horseshoes are too advanced a technology for your parents. They don't believe in any technological advancements at all. Jake's literally so, hiding I'm, right now. I'm very. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like the fact. Okay, so is are you the fact that you're wearing glasses, and like a t-shirt heresy right now. Or is the fact that you well, made I your do glasses? It in, it's very obvious they that you made know. your glasses and your T-shirt out of like straw. And but even even creating glasses out of out of straw is technology, and they don't believe in that. Oh wow! Okay, so you do have to keep that on the DL. But I mean, even then, are they exactly. going to punish you with any sort of? They can't punish you with a weapon because that's technology. So they just have to. It's hit not you, so right? much that I'm afraid of them punishing me. I just don't oh. want to shake their worldviews, you know? Jake, I, I have a you know question, what? too. So kind. Uh, yeah, Darren, what's your question? Do they use fire? Is fire 
Do they? No, of course not. I mean, here's if. Of course, I I don't know if why they I need couldn't to stay. Have, of course. If they need to stay, <laughs> I don't know warm, how you how you didn't know that. Fire, but they can't. They won't. How would they create a fire? If there's a fire around them, they can stand near it because that's not technology. Standing isn't technology, but, but they can't create. But a fire. using it for heat is is using it for heat considered technology? No. Why would that? How how'd that be technology? So if they just happen upon a fire, they can like figure out, you know, get some benefits from it, and that's fine. But they can't. But they they wouldn't cook anything with it because that. How could they? So do they? So they grow all. So they're vegan. Then they don't eat any animal products. No, they eat. What are you talking about? They eat animals. They just eat raw meat. They just eat raw meat. Darren. Yeah. I can't. I don't understand how but, you've known him for longer than I have, and you still know so little about I've his only, parents. Like it's a pretty simple lifestyle. I've only seen their homestead like three times, uh, and I still didn't get it. I mean, so they well, rip apart these animals with their the bare hands. Carcasses. Yes. So they just dig in with their sharp, because they don't cut their fingernails, right? Because there's no way for them of to. Of course not. But they'll break off. Okay. Like, they're not freakishly long. So... Yeah, they'll just dig in. So they, they go up with their sharp fingernails, and they just dig into the... They dig into the carcass, and they just rip it open like it's a like it's a door. Yeah. And Okay. Yes. Okay. I just wanted Darren's to get this... I just wanted Darren's to get this forward. something he's seen... Something he's seen 10 to 12 times. I guess he's really just trying to break it down for the listeners. That's you know, that's fair. That's that's them, good uh, podcasting. Yeah. That's, hey Fletcher, I just wanted to mention last time you were on the show, we were both wearing uh we were both wearing tie dye shirts. What do you got on today? What are you wearing today? Uh today I actually have on a Nuggets jersey. Um the listeners aren't gonna see it, but it's got a big old stain on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly. Oh how what interesting. It is. But uh, it's a oh wow wow, you have a you have a jersey have on a, in a way as well. You have a Jamal yeah, I have a, Jamal a Murray shirt jersey. Just I have a just interesting. Mine is Jokic. Just interesting to bring up. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a pretty serendipitous. Um, we're recording this before the Nuggets go to battle, so good thing because I'm pretty stoked. Currently, I'm riding high. Oh wow. Oh wow. Let me just uh Jake the listeners can't see this but I don't I don't have any stains on here. This is brand new. Jake's putting on what I like that to call a much nicer jersey. What I like to call the Kevin James <laughs> special where he puts on a shirt underneath <laughs> his jersey. And that's fine dre- that's dressing very fine formal to Jake. <laughs> that's like the kid who doesn't want to expose himself at the pool and you got to respect it. Oh, that was definitely me in middle school when I played basketball. Hundred <laughs> percent. I did that as well. I didn't want people to see my upper arms. I was like, I don't have the strongest shoulders, so I'm gonna hide them. I was like, look, I'm about four years from armpit hair, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was on display. I had I had the underarm pubes as a as a young man, and I was a lot more excited about them than I should have been. Which is interesting because you are still in middle school, so. Well, the thing is, you get excited because you think you're going to become a man. So you're like, this is the first step. But then you're perpetually stuck in eighth grade. And you're just like, what is happening? What is happening? I'm growing a beard. My voice is getting deeper. (laughs) I'm not having sex. I'm not moving on. I'm not in high school. I don't know why I keep going back to eighth grade. I don't know why I live with my parents. It's confusing. 
But I mean, you know, I think it's way more interesting to talk about your parents than, you know, my situation of being stuck in eighth grade, personally. I mean, Darren's the most normal one. We could really get in on him if we wanted to expose some of the things that, you know, the viewers or the listeners, I should say, don't know about him, his parents. He actually has five parents. Yeah. Yeah, and his mom doesn't have a house. Which his is one very mother doesn't have parents, a house. His four dads do. His. <laughs> yeah. Darren's mom doesn't have a house. They all have their. Just like my parents. Don't. Each of my four dads have one separate house each. Um. Which is, I mean, I don't know why you're saying that it like shit that. Out. That's four houses. That's four homes <laughs> that you got to grow up in. Well, I'm, I just wanted to make yeah. it clear that like there weren't any of the same dads living in the same house. Uh, yeah, I we get it. You wanted the big time us for having four houses, but they all each yeah. other own. They own each other's houses. They each of them. So no one lives in their own house. They live in some yeah. So they're all renting from each other. Why? And people say socialism isn't alive and rearing. Do they its all ugly pay the same amount in rent? Or are some of them more expensive? No, than less, some well, expensive. they it's kind of a game they like to play. Some of them make the other ones believe that they're paying the same amount, but really, like, I'll come over sometimes. They'll be like, they'll be like hey, how's it going? Guess what? I'm you, you come from which dad's house? Oh, Todd? Well, guess what? I'm busting his rent up 700 a month now from now on. And uh, he and I'm still oh, paying. Wow. He's He lives in Todd's house, and he's still paying the same amount. Uh, he's always well, paid. wouldn't Todd know when he's getting less than he's given? No, because the banks. Don't you know that? You got a Western oh. Union on your shirt. How do you not know about the banks? How are you uh, not? Darren, how would I know about banks? banks? How would I know I'm about I'm not banks? really sure. Can you explain to the listeners and me, really, uh, the concept of banks? So, a bank, you walk in and they say, hey, can I help you? And you say, give me. Well, who, sa- me- who says that? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, what do you here? mean they? The bank manager. And they say, and then you okay. say, well, I've been to a bank. As we as explicitly described, I know how banks work. That fucker Edvin Pigeon saw me at the bank and he fucking told your ass. Jake fucking, Jake apparently works for a bank, uh, First Bank of America, Okay. Darren, I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh my god! Now you're going yeah, back on it. Yeah, all that just sounded like the ramblings of a madman. Anyway, you go in. Um, you, I just wanted to know about banks. <laughs> you go in. You get asked, "Hey, how much money do you want today?" You say thirty thousand dollars, and they say, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on." Darren, what is money? Okay, money's like a. It's like a thing where you. Uh, it holds the molecular structure of the society together. Um, it's basically these little chips you can buy at uh, at a table. You go to this place called Las Vegas, and you buy you you buy in using chips. Yeah, kind of like those, but those you buy in with those chips, and then I mean, they'll like give salt you salt and vinegar chips, like Jake just pointed at. You're saying? Yeah, though. Yeah, well, I'm so confused. Salt now. and vinegar. I mean, those are those are pretty worthy chips. I'd say those are you know, um, those are equivalent to like a pretty pretty good standing chip. Uh, you use Lay's original though; those aren't very good chips. People aren't gonna you're not gonna get much out of those. Wait, so I'm confused because this is a crisp, 
A Pringle is a crisp because it's reconstituted uh, corn fiber <clears throat> or cornstarch or whatever. So, I mean, potato, not corn. Uh, so, this isn't a chip, but you said that... Well, Jake, what is a crisp? I, I don't know. It's different. Legally. I thought a crisp was what a, an English, like a person from the United Kingdom, would refer to what, like a Cheeto or something. Like what we would call a chip, they would call a crisp. But now Darren's yeah. telling me that I banks thought, I mean, make chips and the only place that banks exist are hey, in Las Vegas. So anything it's like, can I just, happen. I'm way off here, man. Being in eighth grade, you don't Wait, know does... shit about anything. Darren, where do the fish come in? If that's Darren looks, the chips, Darren looks the frozen. <laughs> to, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we might. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For a second, I just thought he just hated hated the banter so much because he was just like staring. You ever just um, you ever just have a joke so bad that someone just leaves the call? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, this is the first time for everything, but. For the people listening at home, we have just offended Darren Darren James Hones so much that he just up and left the, the group chat. Um, I don't know what we we're supposed do to this? do. Uh, Fletcher, Fletcher is an eighth grade boy, and I was <clears throat> raised without technology. So Yeah, we really needed we someone to kind of... Yeah, to spearhead this for us, and he just left the, <laughs> the messaging... I'm not a huge Facebook user due to the fact that I'm in eighth grade and my parents really limit my computer time. Are you going to try to get him back in here? Or I wonder how he's yeah, going to handle it. Yeah, I'm trying to call it. him again. Maybe we've, he's still we've had recording. Issues with him losing. I predicted this might happen when we were playing video games earlier. But I almost worried that it was going to happen to me. But it seems like I've taken the correct precautions. <laughs> had issues in the past with him losing power so we'll see what happens here yeah i mean it's going to be interesting in the meantime do you think maybe you could give me a quick rundown of uh the criteria you know since you sort of briefly explained it to darren but then his his fumbling bumbling attempts to explain it to me basically fell on deaf ears uh-oh there you go now you're moving Okay, we're having we're having some Wi-Fi problems all around. Uh, yeah, so this is it's not who is the best director; it's what director would best direct the Snickles movie, uh, which is oh. of course inevitably coming out. So you know, it's so it's more of, of like a job interview. Yeah, <laughs> each exactly. of these directors like in their own style, turning our story into a movie. Um, okay. Darren says That's, he's going to uh, try to come back. Well, I certainly hope he comes back. He's sort of the catalyst to my existence, certainly. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have a whole lot going on being in eighth grade, but I got a cool friend who <laughs> podcasts and, and does all sorts of content creation, and so really riding those coattails. Do you think that Darren is one of your least cool friends? I mean, by my standards, absolutely. Absolutely. The kid's a doofus. I'd say by societal standards, though, he's pretty cool. It seems to be that all these idiots, these ignoramuses, 
seem to think that he's like handsome and articulate and funny. And I don't agree with any of those things. So yeah, I'd say well, like who would ever who would ever say that he's articulate? Uh, that's my impression of Darren. Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure who would say that. I've just definitely heard people say that to me, and it's made me want to punch them in the face. But you know, society, societal standards can't really pull that stuff. But yeah, I'd say I'd say Darren is uh. To me, my least cool friend. I really just do this as a favor to his parents. Um, you know, I, okay. I started that's, off that's high nice. on him. I'm going to switch over. That was a total front. 30 seconds ago when I was saying that I was proud of him and he was making cool stuff. <laughs> Lies. As an 8th grade boy who's kind of on the cutting edge of what's hip, what's cool, <laughs> you know, what's it. Darren is not it. And he sucks at Fortnite. Do you think that his Fortnite skills are subpar? He was mentioning that his nephew almost beat him at Fall Guys. So, yeah, his he's uh, clearly his, not a gamer. No, I think it's I think it's a variety of factors. But honestly, I could say a big thing is just like if you've ever looked at him, he has really really huge, kind of saggy, flappy eyebrows. Sort of like a basset hound that hang over his eyes. And so it's difficult for him to see. And I imagine that that would make it difficult to basically do anything, let alone game. I think it's also that his brain is just functions so slowly that he couldn't, like, he doesn't have the reaction time needed for a video game. Very possibly. Very possibly. Whereas... I'd say the average human, you could think of their brain as kind of like a digital clock. Darren's more in like the sundial sort of era, you know. I think that's a great way to put it. I think if you <clears throat> put a hummingbird next to like an owl and just watch their wings flap, that's sort of an average human mm-hmm. compared to Darren's brain. Yep, just big whooshing. Um, what is that called when you flap your wings? A flap? What would be, would there be a unit for it? Like, you take steps, do birds, flaps? Beats? Beats? There's certainly, there's certainly a a word for it. Um, Is there? It seems like there would be a word for it, but. There must be, right? I would imagine. Wing drops. Wing flexes. (laughs) Yes, uh slappers what do wings do verb wise (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the other thing is how exactly do you put into words the question that we're trying to ask it's good to make fun of someone for being dumb and then not and then not not really uh, (laughs) not know how to speak english ourselves i'm trying to really put into words my feelings about birds no, I know exactly what my feelings about birds are. I think they're smug. I've always had a problem yeah, with birds. Yeah, I don't birds. like a I don't like a bird. Why are birds yeah. Hey, why do they have to be so loud? That's what why I've are, always Yeah, wondered. they're on their own time. This is that hummingbirds beat their wings up to 80 times per second. So beats? A beat? Wait, 80 wing beats? Wow. <laughs> a second. That's incredible. Is that, is that per honestly, wing or total? I bet that's together. Because, I mean, just flapping one wing isn't going to do shit for you. You're just going to 
go what around is it, the circle. 160 or is it 40 and 40? You see what I'm asking here? Ooh. Wait, so I think it's the, a different one. I think it's 80 as a duo. So 40 and 40, you're yeah, right. Yeah, so it's 40 and 40. Yeah. Should we... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. It's 80. It's, oh, it's there 80 he is. and 80. Oh, here he is. Hopefully. Welcome back. Wow. Dan. Sorry, guys. Was so different. Uh, I had to... He looks angry. He looks frozen and angry. I had to bust and a angry. piss real quick. <laughs> Didn't get that exactly, but... Darren, what did you say there, uh, buddy? He's... Um, is he frozen for you, Jake? I had to bust a like piss real quick. Uh... I'm getting about a word <laughs> every other second. Interesting. Okay. He's frozen still, but oh, oh, he's he uh... moved. He moved. Oh, this is gonna be Darren? just absolutely. I'm, brutal I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to say something. Out. I think we're back. Yeah, you'll see that uh, we're back. You'll you, when you listen back to this, you'll see that Fletcher and I have no chemistry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were. Uh, it there was about even though all your shirts 30... match, you still have no chemistry. Yeah, there's a lot of dead air in there while you were gone, Darren. Just <laughs> silence. So you're gonna have some editing to work with. Oh. He might be. He might be furious again. I think uh, I've reached a breakthrough. Now Fletcher. I think I reached a, a breakthrough. Choppy. All right, Darren. I'm Uh-oh. sorry. Go oh on. boy. What's your breakthrough? What's your breakthrough? I'm still quite choppy. Uh, yeah. So as the listeners might know, as I've said a few times on this show, I am working with a very spotty Wi-Fi connection, uh, and I think I've made a breakthrough. I've reported to uh, the people whom I live with that um, uh, it is likely because the Wi-Fi router is overheating. Uh, the upstairs is very, very hot, um, especially today. I mean, we're talking, this summer's been a hot summer. It's been a hot one. We're talking 90 degrees today. 90 degrees today. Jake lives somewhat near me. Fletch does not live near either of us. I think Fletch is enjoying more of the cold weather. Uh, I don't know. How, how is it down there, Fletch, in, uh, in hell? Well, down south, down south, it's pretty hot, but it's warm in my parents' apartment, and they don't let me leave because um, I'm in eighth grade. So, yeah, not too hot down here, and we, I, my router doesn't overheat as far as I can tell. Must be nice. It must be nice to have parents who have an apartment. Well, so it is nice, except for the fact that they really alienate me because of my beard and deep voice. Well, you are a freak, I mean, so. Yeah, in real Seven terms, days a week. I'm a 26-year-old man, but for some reason I'm a- still in eighth grade. Still very short, and I, yeah, I'm forced to live with my parents. Some it's like might a bad even say... Movie. A movie that none of these directors Somebody would even have say directed. Fletcher is a certified freak. Seven, Seven days, days a, week. a week. Yes, sir. 
I wouldn't say that. I would never say that. That hurts me. Never. Pretty deeply. <laughs> I would never, I would, you well, wouldn't catch then, me saying that. You know, with the, uh, with the technical malfunction that we have just had, and all the dead air that has apparently come out of it from you two, Fletch is now holding up a weapon to the camera showing that he is ready to get into this bracket. He's ready to open, crack her open. He's ready to bust it open and get this over with. He's not saying much, but he's really being explicit about his motions with the uh, with the weapon there. All right, Darren, Jake, I should have explained this to Fletcher while you were gone, but here... Uh, it was a, a handheld drill. <laughs> a manual drill. drill. <laughs> Commonly known oh, yeah. as a screwdriver. It's uh oh. so a handheld, but it's it has the uh, the crank, and uh, you kind of just ratchet. It's like that's one of those ones, those drills. That is a great description for a guy, or to a guy who doesn't know anything about technology. So well done, Darren. You're a good friend, Jake. Any questions about the handheld drill? Or the sounds um, that it makes. Where, I just explained. Get? You shouldn't have any questions about the sounds. I just where explained get? all of them. <laughs> Darren, where it get? What it do? All right, Darren. I'm going to explain this I'm again. I'm back, I baby. To, oh, my God. What it do? What it do, yes. Jake? What it do? I'm back. Are you back? What it hey, do? Hey, Darren. What it do? Darren, you're frozen. I can't hear you. Darren. Uh, that Darren. would be an issue, but I know you're just fucking with me. All right, Darren's not talking now, so I'll just go for it. Um, yeah, this is weird. I guess it's back to us. Sorry, folks. So it's going to be maybe some more of that dead air you heard earlier because we lost, we lost Darren. Darren, this bracket I, is yeah. it's about to record. This, these are all recording individually, so oh if God. I keep talking, it, oh it'll be God. known. So now that Jake is saying, oh my God, to Darren, be talking, that's how I know I'm not Darren, frozen. Darren, I can hear you talking like this much. It's like... Uh, it's, I, it, it, this bracket is about directors, but it's not solely about who is the best director. It's about who would make the best Snickles movie. Uh... An adaptation of Darren and I's lives uh, in the style of whatever the director is, be it horror or a romantic comedy, uh, which I think is what everyone's been waiting for with this show. Uh, who, would, who would take our lives and just turn it into the greatest movie possible? Uh, I've got some of our favorites, some of Hollywood's favorites on the list. Uh, any questions, Darren? Um, what's the tiebreaker here? There's three of us. I am okay. the tiebreaker. I suppose so. Uh, so and how could Fletch tell master. who... Fletch, I guess Fletch would be the best judge knowing that he has um, listened to every single episode of Snickles thus far. <laughs> That's um, all I do. I'm he... in eighth grade. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> He I can think knows of what everything. All the. <laughs> what is that? 
So this is a... I know it has nothing to do with technology. <laughs> this is a, this, these are movies on, based Jared. on us since we started the podcast, correct? Or since 8th grade. Uh, just the, the best Snickles story. Whatever that means. Okay, uh, so two guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, one guy. One guy's, you know, trying to, trying to make rounds in the in the Denver comedy scene, about to make the big move to California, and the other guy's doing his own podcast about going to space. They just took a trip to Texas, where they met a friend who uh, did not want to anything to do with one of the friends, so he wrote, wrote a, <laughs> a fun ride with the other one, and. Uh, then the rest of the trip was very awkward after that. Is that what we're going with? Sure. And one of the friends really wants to watch the Broncos game and then spends the whole game watching KFC commercials on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds about right. Cool. Let's let's uh, let's start her off. Let's get into it with a director that Darren confessed to me he's never heard of, and he says probably isn't good because of. Who they are as a person. That's not what I said at all. I said I hadn't seen their movie. <laughs> uh, Lulu Wang versus Patty Jenkins. Lulu Wang, of course, directed last year's smash indie hit, The Farewell. And Which Patty Jenkins seen. Patty Jenkins herself directed a, a little indie feature known as Wonder Woman. But also others, Jake. Patty Jenkins has directed several very well-done movies. Absolutely. Of course. Uh, and she's she's the director of the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984, which she claims is not a sequel to Wonder Woman. So, figure that one out. Um, she also directed uh, the movie Monster with yes. uh, Charlize Rick. Theron. Has directed episodes of Arrested Development and uh, a show called The Killing on uh netflix which i haven't yeah. seen so obviously either. this woman makes very very similar movies and content every time she goes out and makes something so gonna be really easy to visualize what she <laughs> would make the snickles cast movie into because all those things that you just named share a very obvious <laughs> and evident uh you know likeness to one another but I I also am not familiar with the other the other the farewell director. Did she make anything else, or is that the only she, thing that you're familiar with? She's directed Posthumous, which I have not heard of. Hmm. Uh, she directed a movie called Touch, which I also have not which seen. Which is a short. All everything else she's done is a okay. Short. Uh, so, Posthumous. I don't know what this movie is about. Uh, an artist. People think he's dead. He continues this charade by posing as his own brother, and soon a reporter catches on and enters his life. Um, and they fall in love, presumably. So, Jake, this is the unfortunate thing about this this particular matchup. Because I haven't seen The Farewell, I don't really have a basis to compare this to. Uh, I've only seen the trailers for The Farewell. It looks quite good. I just haven't gotten the chance to see it. However, Patty Jenkins, I've seen a lot more of her work. I've seen the Arrested Development, the Arrested Development episodes. I've seen Monster. I've seen Wonder Woman. Uh, very excited for Wonder Woman 1984, uh, and that is also 
me saying that I understand her directorial range and that she can go gritty, but she can also go very fun. And that's exactly what I think our lives uh, equate to this podcast in particular. Sometimes we are incredibly gritty. I mean, it's it's hard to a couple of these episodes are hard listens and, and a lot of them are very fun at the same time. So I think she can bridge the gap. So it's going to be Patty Jenkins for me. All right. I mean, that's fair. If you have if you haven't heard of one of the one of the contestants, what are you going to do? If if you're at a boxing match, and you haven't heard of one of them. There's no way they could win. That's exactly. How that's is. how boxing works. <laughs> yeah. Fletcher, do you have any anything to add, having not heard of Lulu Wang either? Because Fletch, at well, this point, I you are like already Lulu, part of the Lulu's story. Lulu's getting shafted. I gotta say, I, so I just part of me wants to go and immediately put a vote down for Lulu because I liked Wonder Woman, and I don't know which episodes of Arrested Development she directed, but I like almost every episode of that show. But then, if I look it up on Wikipedia, what if it's like episode, like season four episodes? Then I don't give a shit, and then it's 100% Lulu. I'm going Lulu all the way. But, yeah, I just, I don't really have a dog in the race, so I almost hope that you're you're leaning Lulu so that the listeners can get a, you know, a Lulu shout-out. But, I mean, I'm excited to hear where you're, what you think. I agree with Darren. I would love to see a Wonder Woman-style Snickles movie. I mean, both of you in those outfits, seducing World War I-era men. That's hot. You could Darren, be you could be our Chris Pine. I was gonna say Darren. You're already a part of our story. Oh well. If I if I had to pick between the two of us, I, th- I would say that Darren's the Chris Pine and I'm the Wonder Woman. If I if I had, I'd to agree pick, with that. I think I'd agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the Farewell is an excellent movie, taken from real life. Oh, but so is Monster. Very interesting here. Uh, I I am gonna lean Lulu just because I think that the farewell is very good and to give her to give her some representation on this on this uh uh uh, uh bracket podcast production <laughs> yes so I think that she could make a very a very touching heartwarming movie about us which I don't necessarily think is necessarily the right direction uh, as you'll see later on with some of the directors I picked um. But I think I think that Patty Jenkins is going to have to win just because of uh, of this of the, the the circumstances, and not not for any wrongdoing by Lulu. We love you, Lulu. Don't take you. it personal, Lulu. Answer my DMs, Lulu. <laughs> Next up, I don't think she's going to want to go out with an eight, eighth grader. Just my opinion. Just my guess. I have the body of a man. I know she is in Hollywood, Lulu. though. You yes, never that's know. True. Well, oh yeah. boy. All right, let's move on. I I don't I don't you you've gone from not knowing her to accusing her of. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu, I have no reason to believe that you're anything but a great person. I just want to say that if you're you have not yet proven that you are anything but a great person. <clears throat> uh, next up, we have Greta Gerwig. Versus Denis Veneu. Uh I, I'd say that these are two two show faves, Denis Veneu specifically. Here's the thing, with these two, I feel that uh, 
they could honestly do a uh, a co-director a co-directed movie with each other about Snickles. Jake's life would be more the Greta Gerwig angle. That would be the parts directed by Greta Gerwig, and mine would be the Denny Venu uh, parts. Um, because I live just a detective's life. I am uh, very everything I do is gritty. It's in the shit. I'm always I'm always dealing with some new problems. And Jake is dealing with, uh, you know, coming of age issues, you know, his own identity. Uh, and Jake is, uh, you know, his life caters to more uh, cutesy pootsy than me. So I would say that when this show started, I was certainly more of an indie sad boy, uh, which is a, an angle that Greta can capture well. I think that. Denis Villeneuve would be an interesting choice to direct a movie based on a podcast because there's so little dialogue in a lot of his movies. Uh, it would be, it would just be strange. Um, yeah, this one's a lot tough of shots for me. Of you guys uh, like plugging in your equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and like the gl- the glow, any lights would really the glow would pop. Um. Fletcher, I'm not sure. This, this is a tough one. Well, I haven't I haven't heard of either of these people. I was like, wait, that little climate change girl directs movies? And then <laughs> I yeah, I have no idea who the the detective guy is. What if have they named some movies? Shoot some movies at me. Alright, so Greta Gerwig Greta did Gerwig. Ladybird, Ladybird and Little oh. Women. Okay. And Didn't then even knew did Blade Runner 2049 Arrival. Ah. Sicario. Ooh. Okay, so in my opinion, as much as I would love to see like a Sicario style rundown of the of the podcast, I think it lends way more to like a little women's style biopic, you know, where it really shows you guys from like squirts to the fine specimens that I have on my computer screen today. Like I that's just my take. So I would go with with Greta, with uh, the the little climate change girl, you know, like that. Wow, so many talents. Like, not only is she fighting hard for the Earth's, you know, safety, she's fucking making Lady Bird and Little Bird. I had no idea. I'm just a sexist, obviously. I do not I need to know more about these directors. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's where I'm leaning. I do love Blade Runner twenty forty nine and Sicario, but I mean, just knowing you guys. I think you need, you know, the touch of, of being able to really see you guys, the span, you know. I think I'm going to have to agree with Fletch. I think I'm going to have to pick Greta Thunberg. Um, I think she uh, she just hits our angle a lot better uh, than Denny Venu would. Um, I think Denny Venu would make a fine movie about us, but I don't think I think there would be a lot of omissions and a lot of additions. I just uh, here's what here's where I'm coming from. It's not who would make the best, who would tell our story the best. It's who'd make the best movie based on us. So uh, who's the best director lives. is what you're asking? No, no. And I think I think based on our lives, it would be Greta Greta Gerwig because it it doesn't seem like a movie that's in Denis Villeneuve's wheelhouse. Uh, I mean, I think he'd make a very interesting take on it. I, Absolutely. I, I'd probably be more interested to see that movie, but uh, in terms of what, who I think would make the better movie, it's probably going to be Greta. So Greta wins all across the board. 
All right, next up, you've got the man, Christopher Nolan, versus the man, David Cronenberg. Neither of these directors, well, Dunkirk is, is a true okay. story, but it's a very it's a very stylized take on it. Neither of these directors seem to care very much about reality. Uh, so I think that this is this is one of the more interesting matchups we've had so far. What are your thoughts? Here, um, to be quite honest with you, I feel that neither of these directors would make a good Snickles movie. Uh, um, I would love to see a Cronenberg uh, version of our lives with practical effects. Uh, maybe even throwing in a metaphorical creature that is the podcast uh, for us to uh, for for people to ponder for the viewers to ponder and make their own ends of. Um, and I think Christopher Nolan would make it that gritty uh, that gritty life story with a lot of uh, twists and turns and a lot of um, a lot. He would leave a lot for the viewer to figure out on their own and with our lives that might not translate super well yeah i don't know how much how much there is that's not on the surface for us <laughs> uh i guess if i had to pick one here i would say uh cronenberg because he's more straightforward fletcher i i would worry i i agree with darren that neither Neither, either, no, none of these directors are good. These two directors are bad for your, uh, for the Snickles, for the Snickles movie is what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't, I would love to see how Christopher Nolan casted your movie because I've always felt that he just finds, you know, interesting people and you're like, wow, I never, now I see him in this kind of role, but I didn't at first. So I, I'm well, trying I to think imagine I would be who Joseph would play you. Darren would be Killian Murphy. That I mean, that's I how no, I saw it. So if that's how no, you see it, I Darren think that's would be how Tom Chris... Hardy. Oh, everyone wow. knows that Tom Hardy would play Darren. That makes I sense. Would, I mean, I was gonna say McConaughey, but uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy works. I mean, that's fine. I can get a weird voice. He'd he'd grumble a lot as me. I think. I think to, a Tom Hardy portrayal of me would be a lot of Tom Hardy grumbling. I don't know Who if play you listen Fletcher? to yourself very often, Darren, but you, you're you a grumbler. There's times where yeah. I think that you're clearing your throat to about, you know, you're getting ready to just give this incredible speech, and then it's just, nope, you're just clearing your throat because you got a bullfrog-style throat. I'm too grumbly. Fletcher Who would you play Fletcher? Michael Caine. Yeah, I think yeah, that I would mean, be I the most fitting. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to <laughs> say it, but... I think it makes and the I most think we sense. All know, I think we all know who would play Malcolm. <laughs> I think Malcolm would play Malcolm. <laughs> uh, here's where who I'm are you going to say, think, Jake? I, Christian I, we Bale. just all know it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll say it. Christian Bale. Okay. Um, I think that Snickles is, is screaming for a body horror film made from it. Uh, I think that Cronenberg would be the best choice for that sort of a thing. Um, I don't think it would be, I don't think the biographical information would be very accurate or useful at all, but I think he would certainly make it interesting. And again, like that's the movie I'd rather watch because I don't care about my own life, but I'd, I'd love to see what he does with it. 
versus Christopher Nolan, like I said, I just don't think there's enough beneath the surface for us that he's gonna like unless I unless I kill your mom or something and then like that is revealed at the very end. I don't know what yeah, But you go back in time to kill Darren's mom. Then Chris yeah. Nolan could make the movie. But yeah, as is, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. You guys are ripe for a body horror. Like, I mean you're you're hideous. Just think what he could do with those figures. Yeah, I mean, All I think three that of Fletcher us. would have to play himself, yeah, with it, with that neck. Well, I mean, this time I'm cashing in. This time I'm cashing in. Like, <laughs> I missed out on that Hell's Have Eyes money. I'm not fucking missing out on this one. So, we know Cronenberg. We know you listen to the podcast. Send us an email. Get on our Instagram. Let's make this happen, pal. God, did you just receive an email from Cronenberg? That'd make my... That, oh, God. Yeah, like, I, just, I, I know I know that we never would. Ready to work. Cronenberg, mm. <laughs> um, we, we, we will charge you zero dollars. We will. It will <laughs> cost. <laughs> to just do anything you want. We will not Next get up, we, on yeah, the house. We, make a movie with us on the house, Cronenberg. I mean, we're getting points on the back end. Don't get me wrong. We got we got to get uh, yeah. some points. <laughs> Sign us up for those royalties, but you know. I mean, David, get, come on. Let's be reasonable here. We need some points. Yeah, you can wave that up front, Cash. But points on the back end. Uh, next up, we have what I believe Darren is going to just not even consider a matchup. Yorgos Lanthimos versus Wes Anderson. Mm, uh, Fletcher, Yorgos. do you have thoughts here? Darren keeps going well, first, and then Fletcher it doesn't seem like has much to say. Yeah, Fletcher I, should. I, I, I know who Wes Anderson is. I don't, that, could you name a Yorgos movie for me? The yes, favorite, the, lobster. the Lobster. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay, I think I've seen The Lobster. I haven't seen the other ones. So, I once again, I think I should be the backup. Maybe as a, you know, as a someone who goes for Wes, if you guys are both all about The Lobster, I'm gonna, I'm, I... I give up my time, however they say it in the Senate. <laughs> I yield my I time. Shit my, I yield my time, not shit my time. I yield my time. They they switched. They recently switched it for my shit my time. Yeah, I think the shit was like the '90s Senate. Yeah, style. yeah, yeah, probably. Since the 1800s, yeah. Darren, what are your um, thoughts here? Uh this one. I I don't know why you thought i wouldn't consider this one a matchup because this is perhaps the most difficult one we've had because these directors have such similar styles uh in terms of uh idiosyncrasy if that's a word um and it is now that i said it uh it's just tough to decide because you have on one hand you have a darker a much darker form of humor with Yorgos, and on the other hand, you have uh, you have the lighter, more. Uh, you still have some dark humor in there, but you get the lighter, you know, more artistically driven uh, direction with Wes Anderson. And I think that the Yorgos pick would have to be more based on um, how we end up podcasting. I don't think we've reached our end yet, and. I think that uh, Yorgos has the strongest endings here, str- much stronger than Wes Anderson's, I would even say. Uh, 
and we haven't reached that point in our podcasting career. So for me, because of that, uh, I don't know how it would be approached by Yorgos, and I'm going to pick Wes Anderson. I think that because we have I just a lot want of... I, I want a vantage point in all my shots. I think that we have a, a lot of stuff that Yorgos could really lean into uh, the Zorgog business. Uh, you know, all the stuff with my parents not believing in technology. I think that that could, that could, that really lends itself to a Yorgos film, I think. I think that, you know, Wes Anderson, we could, I think like earlier Wes Anderson even would have been better, a better time for a Snickles movie. I feel like the scale of his movies has gotten larger and larger, which I guess is true of Yorgos as well. Um, I think I'm going to pick Yorgos just because, I, I don't know, I, I feel like, the Wes Anderson thing, like I can picture it. What Yorgos would do, I I don't know. I don't know where he would go with it. Jake, I'm gonna make a switch. You've convinced me. Uh, I totally forgot about all the shit we've want, we've gone through with uh, Zorgog, <laughs> and you know the recent uh, debacle with Evan Pigeon. That adds a lot of That's weight true. to our narrative here. So I think Yorgos is gonna have to be the choice for me. You know what? Actually, thinking back, Evan Pigeon might be perfect for a Geneva New film. Yes, quite possibly. However, he is uh, dead and gone now. <laughs> Fletcher. Well, it sounds like you guys have your minds made up. I can't think of a... Like, what would be the best Wes Anderson film to kind of use as a reference point? Even I can't even imagine how that would work. Well, I mean... Uh, oh, what's, that, what's that very early one? Rushmore? Rushmore or uh, Bottle Rocket or um, Royal Tenenbaums, that era of Wes Anderson, I think. Yeah. Okay. So before he really... I guess, like you said, the scale got too big. I guess I could kind of see it, but I, I think both of you really, really are more, you know, chomping at the bit to to see what... Uh, what, what is his name? Yorgos? Yeah. Yorgos. Yeah, what my man Yorgos has has to do. So I think I think this is cut and dried. Sorry, Wes, but we've seen a lot more of what you have to offer. It sounds like Snickles wants to see what Yorgos is going to bring to play. So Yorgos so, yeah. brings it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going Yorgos all the way. Creating that fine balance between <laughs> horror and comedy and uh tension. That's exactly what Snickles represents. Speaking of, next up, we have Bong Joon-ho versus the Coen brothers. Boy. Jake, did you randomize these? Because these are very... You're picking some very similar directors in a lot of these. I did randomize Uh, it. I I kept randomizing it, trying to get David Lynch versus David Cronenberg, because I thought that'd be funny, but it never happened, so I just stuck with this one. Um... Wow, Jake. This one, this is a, this is this one's. These are very similar directors. Uh, both dealing in very serious subject matter, using very light and uh, humorous tones. Um, Bong Joon Ho has recently showed us, showed us that he has the uh, the directorial range uh, of that most directors just wish they had uh, in one movie. 
And yeah. the same with the Coen brothers. They can easily make a very suspenseful film, and they can also make a very funny film. Uh, I don't know. I'm going first again. I'm going to let someone else take the, take the, take the floor here. Yeah, I was going to say, I Fletcher, think Jake should go here? first. Well, you to, go first? to switch it up, yeah, I think you should go first, because you you keep presenting them, and then bringing up the caboose. So I almost wonder if right. you, unless this is the one that you're like, quite literally, this is the one I have the least to say about. But I feel like, like Darren said, this is a tough matchup. Yeah, I think this is, I mean, I, I don't think it's any stretch to say that both of these directors have made... I don't know. I don't know about top ten for both of us, but very, very well, well liked movies. I think Parasite. Parasite is as close to a Parasite was movie top as there ten, is, and I also feel like, I also feel like, uh, No Country for Old Men is as close to a perfect movie. I don't like. They're just they're both so good, and they they do have those similarities, and they're also like very different. Um, man, this is, this is tough because they both have that like really cool black comedy element. And like, there's horror to some of it. Ah, man, this is this is a tough matchup. Um, I would. It seems like neither of you want to say a name, so I'm gonna say Cohen Brothers because well, I've only seen Parasite, whereas I've seen so many Cohen Brothers films, and I feel like they really have more of a range, maybe, to work with. At least with what I'm familiar with, in terms of the directions that they could take the Snickles movie. You know, we could have like a, maybe a Raising Arizona style movie or like a, a Barton Fink where then you move, like you guys said, like a No Country for Old Men, which would be just an insanely, it's just like they, they can take it in any way and I think you could really show your input. You could be like, no, this is a movie about a podcast. Do you guys not get that? But they would get it, you know. I think they as brothers would be like, we know exactly what you mean when you say make us a no country for old men about our podcast. They'd be like, we got it. We have a script already. So yeah, I'm going Cohen brothers. I just think that they're more, I just don't know. I only have, if I saw a parasite style movie, I think it would be amazing. Like you guys said, potentially perfect movie in your opinion, but there's just a lot more for me to work on fun avenues for my brain to go down with the, the Coen brothers Snickles movie. Yeah, you know, what's tough with the with the Coen Brothers is like it could be it could be that gritty No Country for Old Men, or it could just be like a a Big Lebowski, where it's just like uh-huh. us kind of hanging out. And they, ah, man, I think I'm gonna go with Coen Brothers as well, just because I think that uh, Coen Brothers make the while Bong Joon Ho has a lot of poetry in his films, he also made this movie called Host. I have not seen it, but I I, uh, I I know what the end is, and it's very poetic, and it has a very poetic ending, much like Parasite. And I think that Coen Brothers, whereas sometimes they are, they can have those poetic endings. Uh, they often just kind of tell you like it is, and they kind of just say, "This is what happened. Like this is these are the events that unfolded in our story, and that is it is what it is." You know, and you know, while Snickles can be very poetic at times, we can have a lot of a lot of poetic storylines. Um, I think that uh, the Coen Brothers would ca- they they would really hit the tone of 
struggling podcasters engulfed in a cult run by a lizard man uh, very well, I think. And I think that's why I'm going to pick Coen Brothers. Yeah, I can see, I can see a Coen Brothers... I, I think it'd be sort of like Burn After Reading where we would... You know, we would think that we had this little podcast and it was blowing up and we would think that we have like all these great opportunities and it just ends up like everything's just fucked. We end up like killing each other or something. Like I, I, I can see where that would go. And I feel like Bong Joon-ho, like, I mean, I think he would just like really dig in on like one weird thing about us and just blow it up. And I, this is really tough. This is. I mean, if you're both gonna pick Coen Brothers, I'm just gonna pick Bong Joon Ho because, why not? But, I, I don't know. This is tough. Coen Brothers, Coen Brothers. We'll move on. The brothers moving on. The brothers Coen. Um. All right. When Darren said uh, that all these matchups had sometimes similar directors, now we have Ryan Johnson versus David Lynch. David Lynch. <laughs> uh, can you can you elaborate on that potentially? Yeah, he's been he's heard every episode as it's been happening. He's been in Jake's room the entire time. Um, he understands all of the nuance about the show. He would hit. He would be the best possible director on this list. I he I, he might even be a. He might even be the winner of this bracket. I'm going to call it right now. David Lynch is my vote. Fleshy, you may he not signs know, but us David off. Lynch is my roommate. He listens to every episode, and he signs us off every episode. Well, I mean, I, I know that. I listen to every, to every episode as well because I'm in eighth grade, and I have nothing better to do. But I think that that just is showing that Darren's a real homer. You know, like he just, oh, I'm not going to consider anything else. I'm not going to look at Ryan Johnson's work. I'm not going to give him a fair shake because I'm just smelling David Lynch's farts. And it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, if there's you a like show that doesn't farts, give Ryan but... Johnson a fair shake, it's Snickles. If there's anyone out Come there on. who doesn't defend Ryan Johnson at every turn. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that that Fletcher is defending Ryan Johnson right now. Well, no, but... I just I uh I don't I mean, I don't want to come off as biased and I especially after like the judge sentencing, I'm not really supposed to say anything about the guy in public, but I think that, you know, since this podcast is not insanely popular in Durango, I'll be okay. You know, this is one of the yeah. few pockets of Colorado that it's not popping off in. So, yeah, I'm going to, I am going to slander the man. Uh, he, he, <laughs> just why? Why? It's like someone is like, hey, man, we just need you to make a really conventional, you know, standard ass, like, spread of like, you know, maybe like an Italian dinner or something, just, you know, pastas and things like that. And he's like, okay, what if I remixed it and just brought a bunch of fucking tacos made with dog food? And you're like, well, wait a second. You, you, we gave you a real, you know what? We don't need to go into this. I would not let that man touch your guys' life. Okay. I will stab him. 
before uh, Fletch before he's uh, allowed to make a Snickles movie. <laughs> David Lynch all the way. Tell your roommate it's in the bag. Pull that curtain so, down. Let him know. So before we get too detailed, before we get too de- detailed to the viewers, Fletch uh, tried to. Um, I- I'm going to sum it up. Uh, what happened? Uh-oh. Fletch tried to oh, host God a dinner damn. party. He had uh, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> he had Ryan Johnson uh, put together all the plans, and um, essentially what he just explained is what happened. And uh, it was unfortunate what happened. Um, uh, you, you cut out a little bit there. I would say, yeah, if if we just want if we want the same exact meal eight times, then Ryan Johnson's not the person to go with. If you want maybe that eighth meal to actually be different and interesting, then Ryan Johnson might be might be someone to pick. Uh, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't just want to just want to eat the same thing over and over again. How and many Snickles movies are there going to be? I do. I have. It's Taco Tuesday. It's uh, Waffle Wednesday. It's Turnip Thursday. It's Falafel Friday. It's Sandwich Saturday. It's Steak Sunday. And it's mm, Meatball Meatloaf Monday. Monday. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So uh, sorry, I didn't remember. It's hard to remember the seven things I eat. Um, well, yeah, because that's yeah, Monday so far the away. <laughs> the seven deadly meals. <laughs> the seven deadly meals i mean yeah if you wanted like a snickles where like both of you are women and it like takes place in kenya and it doesn't make any fucking sense then all by all means let's have ryan johnson direct the snickles cast movie, i want but... a movie that makes sense that's why i'm picking david lynch yes exactly that's... david lynch for <laughs> that's president a good point. that's a really good point jake <laughs> We want to make sense. I want a perfectly coherent movie that's very easy to understand and leaves literally nothing to the imagination, and the audience has no questions about David Lynch. I'm I'm looking forward to the part in the David Lynch Snickles movie where a different actor just shows up and starts playing Jake, and no one ever talks about it. (laughs) Was he recast? Is this an artistic choice? I don't know. Is this later? Jake's not dead. The, the original actor didn't die. He's still <laughs> fine. And he's alive and well. But it's just a different actor now. <laughs> Sounds like David Lynch wins across the board here. Well, unless Ryan Johnson wants to lose his life. You better stay away from this script. I really do like Ryan Johnson, but I think that David Lynch, being a personal friend, we have to pick him. Well, it would make Rudy, it around the house if you didn't pick him. Exactly. So I think you're making the right decision. All right, next up, we have Jordan Peele versus Paul Thomas Anderson. One of Darren's favorites versus someone he hates with a passion. <laughs> I am not okay with Paul Thomas Anderson's filmography. It's uh, very vague to me. Um... Actually, I don't hate Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, as much as I want to say Jordan Peele here, I think Paul Thomas Anderson would make a better... He just makes really good just life pieces. Like, he makes really good movies about life. And also, uh, we don't... The struggle of our podcast has nothing to do with social injustice. So, 
I think Paul Thomas Anderson would be better fit to. He would be better suit to fit uh, the needs of a Snickles movie. I think that a Paul Thomas Anderson Snickles movie. There'd be about four minutes where the podcast is relevant, and then it would just be like spinning out into the lives of all the people that we know who are more interesting than us. Versus a Jordan Peele movie where I have to believe we would be the bad guys for being... Absolutely. (laughs) Which, you know, that's fair enough. That's why I'm voting Jordan Peele, because I think that of all these directors on this list, he has shown that he's really good at capturing, you know, creepy whiteness. And I think that those are two adjectives that definitely fall into the Snickles category. I mean, if you could be, I don't know, like, uh, you know, molested with someone's eyes and those people that were staring at you were like bread, white bread, that's that's kind of what the movie he would make, I think, about you two. Just like loaves of Wonder Bread ogling a woman on a bus. And Jordan Peele Wait, is would he make making that the, movie. Is he making it about Snickles or about you too? I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm driving the bus. I stop the bus. I lock it. You know, I'm definitely in there. And I think that that's why just seeing Jordan's things, I think that he could capture my essence. I have a certain... Fletcher, that was very... Uh, slime That was very self-centered of you. That was self-centered yeah, was of you. Band. To think Jake was talking about you. He was talking about the band U2. Oh, fuck. Once again, once again, I just, I get excited and I forget about Bono. And it's, that's, that's heinous. That's heresy. I forget about Bono and then I get excited. These motherfuckers when act you, like they when forgot you about Bono. He exists. <laughs> uh, this is tough because I think that, you know, Paul probably would do the best job of telling our story. But I, I kind of want to see the movie where we're the bad guys. And, exactly. You know, uh, it could be like, good. Yeah. I mean, of course it would be good. It's it's Jordan Peele. I think either of these and movies would be very, very good. Jordan Peele and Snickles together? That's, that's quality right there. Plus, he would get the that's, comedy of it all. You know? When's Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson ever been funny? Name one time. Off the top of your head, you have four seconds Three, two. Phantom one. Thread was the funniest movie I've ever seen. Uh, too late. Sorry. <laughs> I said it before the time was up. Ah, uh, sorry, Jared. <laughs> that's tough. Ooh, that is being omitted. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> tough when that happens, but in. there you go. Too that's how bad. it goes sometimes. Uh, I'm gonna pick Jordan Peele because I think he would make the more interesting movie about us. I think that Paul Thomas Anderson would just, you know, make a movie about how our grandkids or influenced by this or something which would be interesting but it wouldn't be about me and that's what i want so it sounds like paul thomas anderson moves up wait who did fletch vote for wait what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) i don't know how you would hear what jake and i just said (laughs) paul thomas Anderson. that was like some Kim Jong-un shit, just like, wait, <laughs> oh, yes. You I guys say you're Fletch hungry? Said. Everyone's been fed. Everyone's I forgot been what fed. Fletch said. I said Jordan Peele. I said I want to see oh. your creepy whiteness portrayed our creepy whiteness. Oh, that's true. As a yeah, collective. About that like is true. Three musketeers. Jo- wow. So Jordan Peele wins. 
I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine with being the Take bad guy. Two. That's okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the first time that I've really wished that there's a visual component to the podcast because Jake's face when you're like saying that he moved out, he's like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I just forgot oh. what Fletch said. Uh, all right next up we have our final matchup uh quinn tarantino versus barry jenkins barry jenkins is lulu wang's husband so it's a it's a fitting end to this first round sort of bookending it um Uh, quinn tarantino very different directors of course hasn't made a good movie since Django unchained versus uh barry jenkins who you know Made Moonlight one of the one of the one of the all time greats in many people's opinions. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm going Barry Jenkins. Just because I think Quentin Tarantino would make, there'd be way too many n words thrown in, <laughs> for a movie about your guys's podcast. Two white kids who live in Colorado. I just I don't see it. I think it would be forced. You know, I think that he would I also cast he, himself as one of us. A hundred percent, or like your dad, and the movie would be about like Darren's four dads, and they'd all be played by Quentin Tarantino. And so, yeah, I'm going Barry. I mean, just because Moonlight, if you've seen that movie, that's pretty bonkers. Like, that's just if you you I personally, if someone would be like, "Hey, we're gonna make a movie about your life," it's gonna be kind of like, you know, really about your life and you're like okay and be like it's gonna be like moonlight i'd be like excellent i would like that movie or if someone came to you and be like hey we're gonna make a movie about your life as you and your friend make a podcast it's gonna be very similar to inglorious bastards you'd be like i don't know about this <laughs> like, it seems like we might have to make some stuff up um So we got Tarantino, the 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 godfather of dialogue, as people call him. Uh, whereas, if this conversation was to happen in you know twenty seventeen, uh, I would be hard pressed to tell. I'd be a lot more hard pressed to tell you Tarantino, because we were pre Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is basically already the Snickles movie, um, and. Uh, even then, I'm still uh, more inclined to say that it's Barry Jenkins because uh, I feel like Barry Jenkins is more capable of capturing coming-of-age tales even though people might already be f- completely grown up. So it's going to be Barry Jenkins for me. Yeah, we, we might be old, but we certainly are not mature. Uh, yeah, I just don't... Unless... Unless Tarantino's going to make a good movie. I didn't like Hateful Eight. I thought it was boring. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just like... That's like three hours of him just being like, Oh, guys, remember old Hollywood? Uh, Barry Jenkins, I feel like, does does such a good job of just capturing the essence of what a movie is and what it's about. Um, and, you know, I think that he would... It'd be really interesting to see it, because it'd be, it'd be a much quieter movie, I think. I don't think there would be all that you know, snappy Tarantino dialogue. But I, I really want to see where he would take it. So I'm going to pick Barry Jenkins as well. BJ's all around. Everybody gets BJ. That is the end of the first um, round. 
I'd say we made pretty good time on that podcast. I was a little bit worried when I when I was dropping out, but I'd say that's we did we did well. Absolutely. Um Well, I'm I'm very happy with our selections. I think that we did a good job of uh encapsulating what each director was capable of. And yeah, good job, Jake. Good job making that good job with that bracket. Thanks. We're not done yet. Uh, Fletcher, do you have any final thoughts just on anything in general that you want to bring up at this time? Uh, I just, it's going to be a real slugfest in the second round. I feel like you thought it was tough matchups in this first one. It's going to be a bloodbath of <laughs> biblical proportions. And that's why I think Cronenberg should direct it. I, it's getting more and more stacked in favor of Cronenberg, so you just wait and see. We're gonna. But aside from that, no. I mean, I'm in eighth grade, so I'm literally just gonna get back in bed until this next episode. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to come out. If it ever gets to Lynch v. Cronenberg, holy shit! Yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. I I don't it's know. It's gonna be like splitting the atom. It's gonna be explosive. Yeah. Darren, do you have any final thoughts to wrap the show up with? Yes. Uh, Before you defend somebody, make sure you are defending a good cause. Um, That does have to do with the current goings-on in the world. So just think about it. Just look into who you're defending, people. Uh, Look at what side of history you're on. Just saying. That's I don't mean to get preachy, but that's all I have to say. Also, brush your teeth and use your blinker. I just want to say that, uh, you know, just because someone has made mistakes in the past, it doesn't mean that they should be murdered on the streets. Um, cops, a cop's job is not to not to give out a death sentence. Just the uh, that's just that's just in reference to something that I was thinking about, uh, you know. Not not a big deal or anything. Um, uh, you can find us on all of our socials. Jake is putting on a Jimmy Dean sausage casing over his uh, upper body right now. Um, he's looking like a shaggy it's like a dog right now. See-through sleeping bag. You can find us on all of our socials. <laughs> You can find us on all of our socials. Um, Fletch, do you want on, to Darren. make Hold a plug on. before I give a, give out all of our Hold socials? On, well, okay, yes, what? Okay, I got I'm one more thing sorry. to say. Uh, I just want to say rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Boseman, is that right? Yes. Uh, he, was a, he was a great actor, and it's, it's crazy that he did all of this. Four years ago, he was diagnosed with stage three cancer, and he's just been, you know, in some of the biggest movies ever, in incredible shape. Uh, and, you know, he never, he never mentioned what he was going through. So that's wild to me. I don't, know, I don't know why he would do that, but it was his personal choice. And it seems like he passed, you know, the best way that anyone could hope to when so young with his family around him and all that. So, you know, I'm just I'm grateful for the movies that we had. He's, he's, a, huge, he's a huge cultural icon. Yes, yeah, I man. second Wakanda that. Wakanda forever. Very unfortunate. 
that that happened. Very caught everybody off guard. That was a tough yeah. one. I mean, his um, co-stars didn't didn't seem to know. So that's that's insane yeah. to me. Yeah, uh, that's a tough one. Um, came out of nowhere. So far, 2020 has uh, has been rough. Just this time period. I know it'll probably continue past 2020, but uh, Den- Jake's holding up. Jake's holding up his Jimmy Dean sausage brand. Uh, Jake, that is not a sponsor of the show. Um, no free plugs, Darren. No free plugs. Uh, speaking of free plugs, Fletch, <laughs> do you have uh, any plugs for your socials uh, that you want to give out? You don't have to, but if you want to, absolutely. Uh, follow the Denver Nuggets Instagram at Denver Nuggets. Um, support the Denver Nuggets basketball team. We have a fun, the funniest name in the league, but the biggest hearts. We're down three two. Let's go, baby. I would say the Heat is the funniest name. Like, what is a Heat? I mean, also, I would, dude. I'm more afraid of the Heat than the Nuggets. Like, good lord. I don't know. In you terms get a of concussion a fight, from a from a like Nugget. If you're, I just have you have you seen McNuggets? Have you seen what what humanity did when they found some gold over here? Those people were ravenous. Versus the heat, the heat's never hurt anyone. (laughs) Yeah, that's I think that's how we should end the podcast. The heat has never hurt anyone. Look at what Nuggets have done to the planet. Um, (laughs) thank you, Fletch. We we love having you on. You've been great. Uh, find our socials, Twitter and Instagram, at SnicklesCast. Uh, find us on YouTube, just Snickles on YouTube. We post videos. We're, we've been posting quite a bit of videos lately. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for coming on, Fletch. The Stretch. <laughs> the Stretcher. Um, we'll be back if you guys have me. I love it here. <laughs> Nothing else we love to do having you. grade. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get my roommate in here to sign us off. Let's get let's get a Wakanda forever from him. Let's get a Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye.